Welcome to the Greater Generation Podcast. This season, we are exploring the topic of failing forward. Well, we will be talking about failures, mishaps and mistakes and how they can lead to success. Yes, yes, that's yes, right. Yes. We are diving into the world of failure. And you know what they say? If at first you do not succeed, try, try, try and try again. But what happens when you've tried and tried again and you still ended up failing? Well, that's when things get really interesting. Join us as we speak to experts, entrepreneurs and everyday people who will share their own personal failures and how they turn them into stepping stones for success. Buckle up, grab some popcorn and get ready for a wild, wild, wild ride on the Greater Generation Podcast. Failing forward. My name is Crispus Owen and I am the host of the Greater Generation Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the greater generation. <laughs> so, Iva. Oh, yeah, we are back with Iva. And he has been a guest before. Hello. <laughs> so this is not new. You've been to the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the stoop. cooking up. <laughs> yeah, so we are back with Iva. And Iva asked me the first question. Before we recorded, what happened to... You are Jute. What happened to you? <laughs> so let me tell you. One of your failures. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll not call it a failure. I'll call it a lesson. A stepping stone. Yeah, because you know, I, I wanted to rebrand the podcast because I was being inconsistent. So I thought that rebranding would give it a whole new feel and a whole new everything. Start afresh. Mm. And then I realized that actually people preferred the greater generation mm-hmm. because I got messages from people. I like saying what one? Like yo, what what's this? Why are you putting for us? <laughs> we share these things with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for the kids. <laughs> yeah, so I, I had to go back to the to the roots and I hope you enjoy. Is that why you have a book of optimism right there next to you? Yeah, this is my book. My dad gave it to me for my 18th birthday. And it has been a book of, um, how do they call, you know, where you write plans and stuff. Journaling? Yeah. So I journal in this book and I create my plans and everything. So you find optimism here. Optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) So Ivor. How have you been? How have you been? Um, good. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> been going through the motions. <laughs> but I think everyone is at this point. Yeah, and you're graduating. So I, I guess you've had one of the hardest, toughest semesters. Yeah, you could, you could, you could say so. It's been pretty rough. That is not your first degree. So no, you've done this it. before. Yeah, <laughs> I've been on this rodeo. I, I don't like it at all. <laughs> Studying is hard, guys. School is hard. Uh, so I, I was... Um, this 
season, as I had told you earlier, mm-hmm. is about failure. F- first of all, what do you think about this whole season thing of failure? Because you know, I've taken through, I, I've taken you through a few of my plans, mm-hmm. and I know someone told me this sounds crazy. Crazy is in the world for it. <laughs> no, someone said that I was speaking to someone, and they said we listen to your intro, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, I also told them that this is going to go on through the whole of Feb and March. Mm-hmm. They were like, yo, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you going to handle it until the end? Mm-hmm. Well, what mm-hmm. do you think about the whole, the whole thing, the whole season, the new season? I mean, because it's about failure. I think failure is something like a lot of people dread. And it's, it's understandable why you do it. And no one wants to fail. Who yeah. on earth wants to Who fail? fail? <laughs> Who on earth wants to fail? But yeah, um, when I thought about it, I was just like, oh, that's that's uh, that's new. You're just gonna be talking about bad stuff. My <laughs> <laughs> like guy said you're going to be talking about bad stuff. <laughs> bad stuff the whole time, you know. But it reminded me of this. Um, this. Uh, are you a fan of Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, I'm a fan of Kendrick Lamar. One this, of my favorites. This one song he has, the song that he blew up with, uh, Drunk. Yeah, on, with... Um, on Good Kid, Mad City, yeah? Yeah. So, um, a, lot, a lot of people, not a lot of people, I think a lot of people do know this already, but it has this extended version, if you buy the, the album. Um, of course, there's the version you put on TV when he's uh, drowning in the pool, whatever, whatever. But the extended version, there's this line here where it starts the last verse with, which is the extended verse. Um, and the first line in that verse is, All I have in life is my new appetite for failure. And I've always thought about that line, you know, like, for that's a long time I wondered, what the hell did he mean? That's deep. Yeah, like, <laughs> what did he mean by that? All I have in life is my new appetite for failure. But like, after a while, I think what I take from that line is his... He has this new appetite to go out in the world and experiment and do things he has never done before. Therefore, he is ready to fail. Yeah. So he has that new appetite for, you know, I'm going to get it wrong, I'm going to get it wrong, but very soon, eventually, I'm going to get it right. You know, that's, that's what I take from his new appetite for failure. And that's why it reminded me of, really, when I think about it. I've never paid attention to that. Can yeah. you believe it? Uh, you should check it out. And now that you speak <laughs> about it, makes a lot of sense. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I was speaking to this one person mm-hmm. I recorded an episode with. And, and, and she said that it takes courage to fail. Yeah, yeah. I like, like you must be courageous. Mm-hmm. Because most people run away. They, mm-hmm. they want like the safe mm-hmm. route, the safe journey. Mm-hmm. And then risk takers like you know what i'm going to go for this yeah but that's why guys start like big businesses or brands or any of that stuff even um this guy um what's his name uh, raymond is this guy called raymond i don't know if you're allowed to mention people's names <laughs> but he's a youtuber yeah he's a youtuber Ka- kahoma kahoma right yeah 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 uh, and he was talking about he's a guy of radioactive right yeah yeah radioactive, yeah, yeah. This one time I was talking about how he, you know, he left school, what, 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 and in the African society, you know, your parents would look at that as, as you're failing kind of thing. You're like, you're not getting a degree, 
what are you gonna do? You're not gonna tell your African friends YouTube. <laughs> but you know, for someone who in his age in his age group, you know, looking at him, what he's doing and all that stuff. I think that took a lot of guts, you know, he was ready to put himself out there, ready to fail at what he's doing, but as long as he loved what he's doing, so it's that risk of, you know, I love what I do and um, no matter what it takes me, no matter how long it takes, uh, I'm ready to fail at it till I get it right kind of thing. And and the surprising thing, this guy just won a world record. Yeah, 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 he just did that, <laughs> <laughs> the Rolex thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Rolex thing, yeah, it's it's crazy, but in my opinion, you know, you must be willing to fail at multiple things, you know, at multiple things, even things that have, especially things that have never been done before. So, like a good example for this, you know, since I do architecture, I'll put it in like architectural terms. <coughs> There's these um two star architects, you know quite quite big architects um everyone who studies architecture knows must these. know them yeah you know <laughs> one is called um Le Corbusier, and i think it's french yeah another one is called uh, frank lloyd wright he's american man and um there are these two very iconic buildings so for Le Corbusier is yeah it's a villa called villa savoy and um for frank lloyd it's it's a residential called the Falling Waters. Uh, Falling Waters is basically this residential on uh, on a waterfall. Okay. Right. He, he designed this building on a waterfall so that you can literally be in in nature as you're in this house. So once once That's you, crazy. Once you're in the building, you even hear the waterfall. <laughs> and, uh, and like he did that because um, it was a very contextual architecture, a rather architect. So. Um, he did because the the husband, the, the dad in the family, really loved those waterfalls. So he was trying to place him within the waterfall, yeah. as opposed to put it aside them so that he views them. He wants him to be part of them. And um, with Le Corbusier, um, he creates this design. The thing about Le Corbusier, he, to, he viewed the world as a machine. You know, because he came up in the machine age when modern... Mo- modernist architecture was taking over and steel was coming and the engines so he said to view life you know as the engine life as a machine architecture yeah. as a machine and he designs this 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 villa um around the concept of a, of a car how a car would come how a car would park how you enter the house if etc etc so he viewed it as a as a, as a living machine you know the funny part about both of these um both of these buildings is in my opinion they are both failures <laughs> they're actually complete and utter nonsense <laughs> because like when it comes to like opusias like it's an it's an unlivable space it's cold um the the roof is always leaking because he was it, it was a waterfall yeah I yeah mean. no it's, it's 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 more of like because even in the waterfall, the, the things always leak. Yeah. You know, the water is always getting in there, damage from the humidity, all that kind of stuff. It need They both need constant maintenance, uh, renovations. People who inhabited them complained multiple times. So one could say that on one hand, they completely failed because they, looked, they both looked at architecture as this thing of well-being. And both of them did not achieve this well-being factor yeah 
but the concepts that arise from them doing that things like flat roofs or columns or being one with nature sustainability or what one is supposed to take yeah from them so you could on one hand say they they greatly failed at this but then on the other hand the other they hand, gave birth to to a new world um, of yeah, architecture new world of architecture new ways of thinking that have never been done before they really like push technology all these types of things that you're seeing in today's society so it's really important in my opinion to to fail to be willing to like fail kind of thing like they were willing to fail yeah and just trust their concepts just trust their 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 instincts kind of thing yeah and that's what i think about it this is a perfect way with perfect examples i mean you you spoke about the bad side you spoke about the motive as in this guy wanted to be one with nature mm. and then actually the thing he put up didn't turn out to be a great success mm. but then the lessons we learned from there Exactly. is is actually what's exactly. what has changed learned. literally the whole architecture yeah or most of the architecture in the world because i now see people with flat roofs mm-hmm. you know you, <laughs> and see the, you see the columns holding up the buildings like they can design <laughs> it anyhow they want i mean i'm not an architect yeah, but you know. I, I can observe these things yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> such things are only things up to see no one gives a damn about them <laughs> yeah so um definitely everyone in life has experienced failure for sure and and you you can literally tell where i'm going with this everyone just me how the experience just just answer i'm a winner <laughs> not necessarily i <laughs> know uh, but um maybe you, you just if, have if, a, if you haven't experienced failure there are actually, high chances actually, that you haven't tried that stuff think about it not i think about it this one time where i knocked properly i knocked a wall <laughs> were you driving or <laughs> worse i was walking steady <laughs> no but like um, what happened and why i term this as a as a failure is so i i think i told you that this one time you and i had a conversation and i talked about um trying new arts yeah and stuff like that because me i'm an artist so um i tried out i tried out um fashion fashion was for me the most <laughs> out of the box art i have ever tried right <laughs> and um it was a whole new experience especially collaborating with someone else you know we collaborated on this thing we did all all the stuff that you know you'd ideally do you sign contracts you order stuff and all that stuff and a few months down the road not even a few a couple of months down the road because it was in planning for a long time you know so let me say like a year down the road uh if i remember correctly i asked this person to show me proof of what we are doing if it's moving you know <laughs> where are the orders where are the emails sent where yeah. are the the contracts signed where what what place are we booked how much money do we have etc etc and it was off there was nothing nothing, <laughs> nothing. modern scam nothing bro <laughs> and like you know i let it go cuz he was my boy but you know it it really hurt my feelings like someone could could do that mm. you know just uh, not them being not being honest with you can i tell you you know it was it was 3 days to the show 3 days we don't have models 
We don't have clothes. We uh, don't have an area, a, a, a location for the show. We don't have nada. We don't have and, a and DJ. It's three days. It's three days. Nothing has been paid yet. You know, there's people asking me for their money. And I'm wondering what the hell are we going to do here? Where did the money go? Well, that's, that's another <laughs> conversation for another day. <laughs> but like, it, it really like bugged me, got under my skin. And, you know, for, for time, I, I just let it pass. You know, I just forgot about it. And I remember I had sent out invites to people at this time even. And not just your normal invites to your friends. Yeah. You know, I had sent out invites to a couple of socialites in Kampala. And that's a big deal because you want these kinds of people. Yeah, to, to like promote and, so yeah, and stuff. For like uh, sustainable promotion. Though the promotion will do itself if they come through because we didn't have promoters or anything. Yeah. Like. But we had had all sorts of, you know, um television personnel what 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 uh, social lights a couple of people who are popular in kampala you know a couple of people who have some very good following and there was you know, no location 30k, <laughs> 30k followings 50k it's and they some of them a good number of them had actually said they were gonna show up but good number some of them were even musicians they Aye. said they, were, they would show up they they hit me back and that was, i was really pleased with that <laughs> You can imagine how I felt having to send a, 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 <laughs> a DM and email to a lot of people to tell them the day to... before, Aye. telling them, hey, <laughs> you know, I got so embarrassed that I didn't even send out some of them. I just let the day pass. I, after all, they didn't have a location and no one would know where to go. You know, it, it was one of those things that I, I, I had. It took me a while to pick myself back up because you're like you're like what am i it's embarrassing because you've told all these people about this thing you know your friends your family even my dad i remember i had to even ask my dad for for what the last bit of money to pay for the place because i had run dry on cash and i was expecting this other my, my partner at the time to have sorted all that out because in the beginning it was all there so Coming close to the date, me realizing it's not all there, I, I, I go and have a talk with my pop and he told me, hey, listen, you're my son, I'll support you. But are you sure about this? So so he had that parental intuition. Yeah, that intuition, like, <laughs> are you really sure you want to go through? If you say you don't have the clothes, you don't have the emails, you don't have all, are you really sure? You don't sure? have the models. And he gave me the money. I remember he gave me the money and I was seeing him again later that day uh, at his place. And um, when I when he got home, I got home before him. So when he got home, uh, he asked me, you know, how did it go booking the models and all that stuff. And I, I remember just standing up, going into the drawer, picking out all the money he gave me and handing it straight back to him. And you're like, oh, you didn't clear anything. And I was like, yeah, I've decided to let it go. I've decided to sit this one out to just accept that this one time it did not work out for me <laughs> and he told I, me all those stories and stuff but man i felt like crap <laughs> i felt like trash i have had stories about failure but this is by far <laughs> <laughs> this is by far the epitome it was wild you know <laughs> i was paying people four months after that because you know you've had people to get models, you've had people to promote for you. Okay, I didn't really have promoters. And people don't really understand, don't, don't really 
understand your side yeah. of the story. Exactly. They want their cash. So since I didn't have, like I said earlier, I didn't have promoters, I just talked to a good friend of mine and he was helping me with the promotion. He did like the the covers and all that thing, the posters, all that stuff. You know, he showed it to his friends because he's quite popular around Kampala. Yeah. And, you know, that this stuff is not free. You know, it's not like he does it for free. Even if I'm his friend, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 there's a price to there's pay. There's a price to pay. Yeah. This guy comes to me and he tells me he hasn't been paid for the past three months. You know, like this is all happening, like I said, two, three days before the show. I, I feel like the the, there is a, a dominoes effect thing for bad things. Like when one bad they thing happens, ba- yeah. <laughs> all the bad stuff just comes tumbling down. And you're like, what the hell is this? So, yeah, it, it was just one of those things I, I was like, you know what, screw this. It actually put me in a, in a weird spot because ever since then, I really don't like working with people. And people have hit me up, you know, let's work together. Let's put your, your art on, on shirts, on jerseys, on sweatshirts, on, you know. And I always tell them, oh, yeah, I'll get back to you. Oh, yeah, I'll get back to you. But it's a trust thing. Yeah. It's like I just don't trust if, if my friend could do that do that yeah this is a random stranger dming you emailing you you're like uh what's the guarantee that it's gonna go any other way you know i'll, I'll ask you for proof of a plan or what do you what do you gonna do when you have this and if you don't tell me i'll just know okay that's a scam even <laughs> if even if i should overlook that let's say someone is business is just starting yeah i should give them the same compromise i would have if i was just starting a business you know they don't have all this they don't have all that but we can work through out we can work it through for the next few months but in my head it's just straight nah boy (laughs) (laughs) i think this is like one of the disadvantages of having to go through failure is Mm. that you end up getting trust issues Mm. and not just about people but even about yourself. yourself. I think that's the worst of them. Because you start wondering, like, can I really do that? If I try it ever again. <laughs> and yet in reality, maybe the next time you try, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. jackpot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I watched these, these, these shows on TV. Um, this one time I was hella bored during COVID. I started watching this, this random cooking show. <laughs> uh, Master Chef. Because I was bored as hell. <laughs> I was bored as hell, right? It was during COVID. Yeah. We had nothing to do during COVID. So, what? like, I remember watching this show. And there's this contestant who was eliminated. She came second place. She was devastated. And uh, she was asking herself questions like, am I capable enough? You know, um, can I even cook? Can I even do this? What's wrong with me? You know, the person forgets that they've been... 100 other contestants that they've beaten they have experienced a whole show the whole season they made it to the finals you know they forget all those wins and then and they just focus they only focus on the one thing that they have failed to do just winning you know and that's the problem it brings that self-doubt it brings that am i capable thing yeah even if you are capable and it even it even plays to me as well i remember when i was in my third year um there's a real there's a point when i'm just not studying very much like i was tired because architecture is quite a time and the university where i was at before this in south africa 
they their course is for three years then you do the other two years when you're done yeah so it's five years basically yeah it's five years but you know there are some units that do the five years straight some do the four then one year yeah so this one is the three then the two years so in my three years when i was doing my undergrad um when i was in my final year i remember this course design if you do arc you know design hala actually if you're out there yo but anyway um with design like it's 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 it, it takes so much of your creative juice you have yeah. to be at your maximum yeah maximum <laughs> thinking capacity when you're doing design like it's 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 so brain tiring you know and i remember i got to my third year and it hit me that i hadn't gotten an a ever since my first year it's j- and i was like that was first year because first year stuff is easy you're coloring <laughs> color wheels and drawing sketches you know and i'm thinking to myself like when it came to the real basics of design the essence of it why have i failed to get an a like what are you trying to tell me here you know so i remember going in my room and um in my opinion creating what i think is one of my best architecture projects i had been i hope my mom is not listening skipping a lot of class <laughs> <laughs> does it matter you're, you're graduated <laughs> yeah. now we done now we made it <laughs> you're now an architect <laughs> but like i was skipping a lot of class and you know it was coming back to bite me just because i was so tired so when i said it's time to get stuff done i said not skipping class because i was tired i was skipping class because i was trying to catch up and that entire final month you know we're just going in like i'm rather i am just going in i didn't go to uni that month i didn't leave my room i didn't leave my res there's a point at at some point my friend um if she's if she's listening now shout out nolly if you're listening she should <laughs> whoever nolly is you know she would bring me food in my room she'd buy kfc and come to my room because she knew that if she doesn't do that i'm not gonna eat I'm not gonna leave my room. I wasn't sleeping. I was the whole, the whole, the entire three week, one month period before my finals is like a jumbo. It's a blur to me. It's like I blinked and it finished because I literally did not move. I mean that on. I was just in my room working, sleeping, working, sleeping, working. Coffee, 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 straight. <laughs> you know, and like I created this project that was basically a comic book right i think i've told you about my comic book project yeah in random passing but that's that's when i created that 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 project and my grades was so down at the time you know and when i went to present that project i was so sleep deprived i was late but in my head i knew i had done a good project like i knew it in my head like i've done a good project this is the best i can pull out of my ass so i go and present this thing it was it was such a good feeling my head lecturer shook my hand wow the second <laughs> lecturer in charge she was like he came and told me finally that that's all she said finally you you, you struggled yeah i did right <laughs> and it's funny because my my fro- my first year lecture in head of design was there because he had become i uh, know I, I won't say a friend but 
you know what I mean? Because you not not technically friends with your professors, but he had become that kind of figure. Like you could just go and talk to him anytime, ask him for advice or whatever. He attended our crits, and um, even me when he saw my crit, he was like, "I'm glad you've utilized everything I taught you. You've, this is the most creative I've seen." You. And you got the best. No, I didn't get my A. No, not the A, <laughs> but like out of sitting and trying to do something that you actually enjoy and you put the whole of your brain yeah. and everything yeah you actually did something that made you happy yeah oh for sure that that project made me happy so yeah long story short i go and present this thing um wait for the race to come out and i had a b right and bright shook me eh I was like, why? This, this could have been an A. Project. <laughs> this is there's no other time I can redeem myself, you know. And I I, I blame it on the previous grades being low, because it showed up really high. After that, and I was only three marks, just three marks away from an A. Wow. Just three, like you get. Let me say you get eighty-seven percent, and it's ninety. Yeah. Three marks away. I was shattered, bro. I remember when I got them, I looked at those grades, yeah? I had passed. I was, I was okay with passing. And that was it. I didn't feel anything else. I was simply just okay with passing. I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel grateful. You I just had, wanted to in my head, I had get failed. it done. I had failed to get an A. I had proved that I cannot design. <laughs> It's something that actually bugged me for the rest of my architecture. Genuinely speaking, I went through fourth year of honors year. Trash. Complete utter trash. I wasn't designing <laughs> like I used to, putting as much effort. It was nonsense. I passed that year by the skin of my head. I was very ready to fail. That year, it was, it was so bad. Failure can be depressing, you know. It can cause loss of confidence. Yeah. Just like how you explained, but then one thing I have picked out, you know, I, I like picking out a few positives. One thing I have picked out is that you is that you actually had a support system. I mean, it wasn't so obvious, but that person called Nori. Nolly. Nolly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was definitely my support. <laughs> yeah, like she came through at those times when you are at your lowest. And then without even noticing her input, that was the time you made the best creation of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that? I, I think I haven't thought, I haven't thought about it like that. <laughs> when, no, when I think about it, I'm like, because I feel like you need a support system mm. many times. Let me tell you, before I came to uni, right? <laughs> my mom gave me money, mm-hmm. right? It was too much money. I think she was scared, you know, parents. You're going to a different country and stuff. Mm. So I think she was worried how I would survive and stuff. And she gave me a lot of money. But then it was my first time to have a bank account mm. Mm. and all that. So I thought of how I can maximize this money, how I can invest. So by the time I graduate, it's at least thrice what she gave me. Mm. So 
Guess what I did? Invested? In Bitcoin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, no hate to Bitcoin, <laughs> but that's a long shot, my boy. <laughs> no, it gets worse. First listen. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, go on. Go on. So I invested in Bitcoin, but because I did not make enough research, I just went on the internet and I just typed on a website where I can invest in Bitcoin. Mm. So, the website that I got, it was a scamming website. Oh no. Okay. I got all the cash. These are thousands of dollars. I'm, I'm telling you. Mm. I got this cash and I put it on this website. And these guys were so legitimate. I'm telling you, scammers know how to do their thing. This yeah, guy sent good. me documents and stuff, signed shit and you know, mm. emails and stuff. And I sent the bank account. So this is how I knew I was getting scammed. So the first time they took a certain amount. So I thought that was the amount we okay. had agreed on because we had actually agreed on that amount. I knew what was coming through. Mm. It was a long investment. Mm. And then two days later, I get an email from the bank. More cash has gone. I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? Mm. So I call a friend and I tell her, I'm like, yo, I think my cash is going. Mm. <laughs> now this friend had also invested in crypto. But she didn't use my method. She invested through a real person, not through the internet. She got like, I don't know, she went to like those offices and stuff. You know, they are like those crypto physical offices whereby you can open up an account. You can obviously view your progress and stuff, mm. what you made, how much you're taking and all that stuff. And she told me, yo, more money is going to go. Go and block that account. Mm. Go and block the online transfers you're doing right now. Because these guys have your details. Mm. And all they're going to do, just keep taking they're just going to keep on taking. Now, guess what? The next day, I go to the bank. <laughs> I told you it gets worse. Oh, no. Please wait, it gets worse? I thought it blocking the account was going to go it, it already got worse when they took more money. Okay. So I go to the bank to tell them, to block my online transactions you know i would have done it online but i didn't know so me i just knew that you have to go to the bank physically so i went to the bank and i told this lady that they have i have been scammed right so she checks my stuff and more money had gone oh no right before i reached the bank mm. Mom, by now 80% of my cash is gone. Wow. I, I, I had decided to put a certain amount so that I can remain in a certain amount for accommodation mm. and to sustain me, you know. Now guess what? It was gone. So now I had to call my parents oh. and tell oh. them. Because how oh. was I going to? Oh no. <laughs> What did she say? What did she say? <laughs> I first called my dad. <laughs> <laughs>
This is a funny story, actually. <laughs> so I informed my dad of what had happened. And then I sat with my dad. And this is the first thing my dad told me. I expected him to, like, I don't know, abuse me, get mad, be like, why do you make abrupt decisions? Why didn't you? This guy told me, you have learned one lesson. <laughs> Never give out your bank details. <laughs> It was like, I would have been mad at you, but you know it's the first time you're having a bank account. I believe you're excited, you had ideas, you went through with your ideas, but now you've lost everything. So let's figure out the next step, right? Mm. I mean, I didn't, I felt pain, but mm. at that time I felt some comfort. At least he gets it. Yeah, because I thought I was doomed. I thought this guy was going to be like, nah. You're not going to go abroad with the way you're doing things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my flight was the <laughs> next week. I can tell you. My flight is the next week. Accommodation has gone. <laughs> my upkeep gone. has gone. <laughs> Even the extra emergency money is, out is gone. I mean, the account is now blocked. The online transactions are blocked. I even got a new card and stuff. The bank had to give me a new, mm. a new card. But the cash was gone. Yeah. For a moment, I felt I felt so bad. I felt like I had failed mm. in life. Mm. And then I obviously spoke to my mom. My mom deals in finance and stuff. And her reaction was the same as my dad. I mean, she was mad, but she gave me money. <laughs> but then. I think they have gone through these same exact things yeah, yeah, over yeah, and yeah. over again. So it, it was a news yeah. to them. But then one thing I picked out is that every time you fail at something, it's a learning point. Yeah, you learn something. Because at that point, I realized that no one is supposed to get your detail. It doesn't matter whether you're doing online shopping or whatever. You should have like a limit to who you give your details. That's a lesson I learned from there. Mm. But then it got worse. Even still? First listen to this. Bitcoin started gaining value. Remember the time I put in this cash was in 2018. Yeah. So around 2021, 2022 around there bitcoin hit 50 was it 50k or 38k something like that and i calculated how much i would have made so i went into regret <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, the damage had been done yeah. like years ago but now i was living in regret i was like what if I actually put this money in the right place. What right if I made, no, even if it was still Bitcoin, but what if I made research about this? I would have gotten so my money. money. Yeah. It's like seven times the amount I had put. Mm. So that's what I learned about failure, about that specific situation. I guess in the, the <laughs> The question then turns to be like, have you have you used that situation, not that failure, like in your future prospects? 
Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I'll just for the listeners, the, the site is called Bitcoin Giants. So don't go, use that game. Go, go there at your own risk. <laughs> I mean, you can go on the internet, you, you search <laughs> if it's still available, but I think it's still available yeah. because this is where they do scam. <laughs> so they, they they must be going on with business. It's called Bitcoin Giants, and go there at your own risk. I learned my own lesson. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> you gotta learn. Yeah. You so know, from, but from that also me like, from that whole fashion show thing. You know, like these days whenever I get a contract, um, I always give it to my pops street because my pops is a lawyer. Yeah. And so is my big brother. So I always I always go to both of them actually. I send them individual. I ask them what do you think about this contract? What do you think about this clause? Tell me what shady stuff you see in here. And they always come back to me with points that I can go back and discuss or <clears throat> ask about, you know? And I'm always finding out more information. I'm like, oh thank God I asked about that. Thank God I asked about that kind of thing. But like, you know, it it, it damages your self-esteem so much when you fail. You come up, and that's why I'm grateful for coming to Cyprus this year. Yeah. You know, cause like I said, my previous year was just bad. And when I came, I had that this mindset of at some point I need to get this A. I, I need I, I I need to. You know, it was bugging me. I went through first semester. Guess what I got? Mm. A oh. bloody B. <laughs> Once again, you know, but like, although I was high, one of the high people in the, in the, in the, high, one of the high people in my, in my class, I was still like, it's not enough kind of thing. Yeah. So in my grad project, I had this, this thing in my mind, at the back of my mind, this has to be like the best project, you know. I think I got a chance around. to look at your project. Yeah, you, you looked at it, yeah. Yeah. And I was stuffing myself the whole time, like it has to be, it has to be good, it has to be good. And it's funny because the results just came out yesterday and it was a B. <laughs> it was still a B, right? But it's funny because I'm not as disappointed in myself as I was before. Because I realized that I can act, number one, I can actually design, like for sure. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> Once again, it's one of like the higher projects in class. You know, that's that's number one. And number two, I'm more grateful for the fact that I believed I could. And you actually did. First, first imagine you're getting your second degree in ARC next week. Yeah, it's a, it's you, a do you think about yeah. that? It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't yet sunk in, to be honest. People will be like, how do you feel about grad? I'd be like, I don't know, bro. Um, I'm not thinking about it. It's, it's, it's cool, <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, but you've got a master's in architecture. I'm like, yeah, sounds dope. <laughs> I haven't yet contemplated or wrapped around the whole idea that I'm actually getting this degree. And... Um, for me as me, I'm just like happy that I, I, I overcame that self-esteem issue of I can't design. And now it's like I know I can. I just have to put my mind to it. Yeah. Because at the beginning, I was, just, I was a bit lazy, honestly. I was like, I was still kind of in that mindset of will I do well? What should I do kind of thing? 
but like by the end of it i was i was like no i can actually do this it is my stuff and i've been doing it for a while now <laughs> i know what i'm doing kind of thing so i'm just grateful that i had that mind switch along the way somewhere of realizing that you actually have the potential to do this yeah. you put your mind to it and that's really all it takes just putting your mind to it kind of thing and that's 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 for me that's the win not the not not the a you know i, <laughs> I still want my a felicia's <laughs> at least an remark that stuff okay. I, I i like but um, <laughs> it's just a mindset now that i'm into um I'm, i'm letting things go easily um I'm just moving it I'm just moving on as is you know like okay cool that that happened and then we you just pick yourself up I think it's um I think I've also got from from painting because I said painting a lot I used to draw but then I said painting a lot especially after my really bad year my honors year because I took a year's break yeah and in that break I was working I was painting and like with with painting painting is such a trial and error thing eh if it's your first time doing it you want to be precious because you, you don't want to mess up because once you get the paint <laughs> there depending on your medium because i paint a lot with ink so once that black is on there it's not coming off <laughs> you know and as learning you know how to use watercolors how to tone them how to do this and when i look at my first work at the time i thought this is it but now when i look at it i'm like nah that's trash <laughs> but it's only cuz now i can gauge it Yeah. To what extent have I failed? To what extent have I succeeded? And if you ask me till this day I've still probably only made one or two pieces I personally would consider proper art pieces. Well, one thing I like about art is that it's subjective. It's very subjective. I I know one of my teachers we used to call him Jesus. <laughs> Did he have a beard and everything? Yeah. Long hair and stuff. No, he didn't have long hair. He was too humble. I I don't know how he became a a, a teacher because it's hard. <laughs> so teachers can't be humble? No, students <laughs> so are st- students students are nasty. <laughs> students are nasty. To be, to be a teacher you must have a, a strong heart. Yeah. Like. <laughs> This guy was so humble. He couldn't punish a single st- I, I mean we were high school students. Anyway, that that was not the point. The point is this guy we used to call Jesus, my art teacher, and he's now a famous artist in Uganda. He's called um Mr. Sendagie mm. Po, right? He's among the top top artists. Mm. And he one time when he was teaching me art, you know, I, I'm really not so good at art, but I try. But the time when I was studying, he said that a mistake in art can be a design yeah oh yeah because art know, is yeah. subjective you may think you're making a mistake and the exactly. mistake you made is exactly, exactly what someone exactly. needs this there's, there's been so many times when like i'll make a mistake when i'm painting because this is what painting has taught me like i'll make an error and then i'll design around that error and it reveals a whole new dimension in the piece that yeah. I hadn't ever planned for. And then you, you see know? a whole new path. And then yeah, then you see a whole new path start adding more stuff based on that mistake. So that that mistake then look it looks intentional. <laughs> But you had no idea what you were doing. Yeah. And like it has made me less precious with my work, less like I can judge it more. I can I can I can step back, look at it and be like, "Mm, that's trash. I'm mm, change that. Mm, do this, you know." or even i can finish an entire piece stand back and gauge whether 
I think it's a good piece according to me or not. Not based on what I think as the artist, but as a viewer. Yeah. Now, how, well, how does that piece make me feel? Does it make me feel? You know, those kinds of questions. And if it doesn't, I always be like, okay, that's a fail. <laughs> and we move on to the next one, you know, move on to the next piece, move on to the next piece. Just like you just keep on bashing them out, 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 out. You have no regard for whether you're succeeding or not. But you know, every time you do another one, you're learning something from the previous one. Which yeah. is how I kind of sequence my series, because I always paint in series. So if there's a piece that I know I need to do before another, I'll do that instead of the other. So I'll do piece one, piece eight, piece three. <laughs> Because I know there is something in piece 8 I need to know before I do piece 3 and there is something in piece 3 I need to know before I do piece 5. It becomes a cycle. It becomes a cycle. (laughs) So by the time I am doing the very last piece, which is usually the grand one, I have learned all this stuff in sequence, but they are all done not in sequence. Yeah. And then you bash out this very last one based off what you have learned from all of them. And that becomes, you know, the actual piece. I think it is a good approach and I... I like it. Anyway, because I've seen a lot of your work, okay. I, you know, I, I get <laughs> an opportunity <laughs> to, to be among the people see the work. So, <laughs> uh, so I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. How has your relationship with failure, right, changed over the years, and how has it affected your life? Oh, how has it changed over the years? I oh man, like. <laughs> I used to dread it, and now I genuinely look forward to it. To failure. Yeah. There's some things that I don't want to fail at. In the general perspective, I will will say I don't want to fail at being a good architect. I don't want to fail at being a good artist. But in the the micro scale, if you remove the micro, I don't want... As an artist, there's things you do, there's paintings you make, and I'm ready to fail at those things. But then I also think that the more you fail, is the more you learn. For sure. Because, you see, I feel like if you do something and you're not really, okay, I will not say no one good at it. You could be good at it. And then it may just not turn out the way you wanted. Yeah. But then you pick out something from that process and you're like, okay, in the next piece, this is a mistake I will not make again, right? And then you realize that even in the next piece, you make a new mistake. And then in your other piece, you'll be like, okay, this mistake too. And by the time you've done like many pieces, you get cream. Mm. You get a final piece, mm. which is cream. And I think that this is one advantage Actually, of failure. Because when it, when it comes to um, the second part of your, your question, how is it? Affected, affected your life, your life and yeah. at the end i'm gonna ask you something because of that <laughs> same question too. um you see we'll, we'll take it to like writing now because i write too right yeah and um when i first when i first wrote my um my first work my first poetry collection uh it's called the book i never wrote slash sleepless i mean if you've been listening to this podcast you must have heard about this book. Yeah. It was yeah. in the previous episode <laughs> with Ivor. The book he never wrote, but he wrote it. But I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when I wrote the book I never wrote, it sounds so <laughs> ironic when you say it. 
<laughs> I love the ironic names I give him. Uh, b- before you continue, where are people going to get these books from? Oh, the book I never wrote is actually on Amazon, but uh, yeah, it's actually on Amazon is for sale. I don't know how much it is right now because Kindle prices go up and down and COVID. So I'm assuming all those prices went up in the past year or two. Because I wrote it in like what, 17? I think that's when I released it, 2017. Wow. But, um, <laughs> Six years. Yeah. So when I first wrote that that book, it was it got it got out to the public in such a flash. There is so many people who actually read it. To my surprise, I was very shocked about just how well it did. Um, a lot of people have still met me and they're like, "Oh, I've read your book, the book I never wrote." They don't they don't <laughs> reference the others. And just they like, don't reference the others. It's the one you never wrote. Yeah, they reference that one, right? A lot of people reference that one. And it's funny because I could never read that book, me as me. I read did I read that book for the first time last year. Wow. For the first time. I had never read that book from the time I wrote it. I, had, I couldn't read it. Like it was a little bit too much for me or too heavy or I don't know, but there's something about it that I, I couldn't get through. I would read like a couple pages and stop like thirty pages in all Yo. the time. I'd be like, No, I can't read this. Remember that thing we talked about, whereby when you put out work, it may not be necessarily for you. Yeah, there is yeah. someone out there. Is that is that one quote that I told you? <laughs> yeah, I th- um, it's you who told this yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. What's that quote? Your best novel, your favorite novel, was written for one reader. Yeah, and high chances are that you're not that yeah, reader. You're not that reader. <laughs> so um, it's funny because I put it out and then when I was putting out my second one, because of how good the first one had done, I had really high hopes for it. And I felt like I was in a better place and I'd written something even better. And it, it didn't do that well. It actually, in my opinion, did pretty bad. Moreover, it was free. Wow. So there's not a lot of people who asked me for it, who talked about it, who posted it. Uh, it's called Waterfalls. And... Um, it goes, in my opinion, as one of those unsung unsung gems. Some, the few people who have read it always tell me, "Waterfall is such a gem." <laughs> like you can see why the book I never wrote is, is 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 was as big as it was, but Waterfalls is a gem, and I, I I respect that opinion because I also think it's one of those gems that, you know, also by the way I couldn't read Waterfalls also <laughs> also till last year <laughs> waterfalls i know the exact page i would stop on always oh, page 60 if you read that book you can flip <laughs> to page 60 i would i would never go above page 60. Yeah, make for a summary from page so. 1 to 60. <laughs> just read from 61. yeah just read from 61. just leave <laughs> leave the rest but like um i'll reach page 60 and i would always stop this i've forgotten exactly what it says but something about page 60 would be would have me like whoa that's heavy and it just didn't do that good that good in my opinion the way i released it was rushed i needed money at the time um so i released it to sell very quickly and then i released it when on the official i released it before its official release yeah because it's just going I needed money at the time because I wasn't making any money. I had been scammed too. <laughs> just been scammed. And I needed money for some stuff. So I put it out just to sell it really quick. Got some quick few bucks. I sold it to a very limited people, like only five. It was like for 25k. So I got like 150k and I, I took it down. I just needed quick cash at the time. Which is a bad idea. Don't sell yourself just because you need a quick joint. 
So like um yeah when I officially released it I I, I created it's it's failure to first of all releasing it early not promoting it very well just a lot of things and also to expectation because me, I had high expectation you yeah. know So when I it failed it it always put that thing in the back of my mind like will I ever release something that people are going to really read again People are gonna have that same hype. Like, let me go. Let me go. It always brings you back to that point of lack of self confidence. Yeah, like, uh, what am I gonna write? Hip hop genuinely going to go back to. What am I gonna put out there? And I, I had to sit down and really think of what what do people really want to hear, not what am I reading. And I always say this thing like, um, if you can't find your favorite novel anywhere, you have to write it yourself. Because then at least you will know you have something that you can relate to. I was reading yeah. this book by Raboni. I think she's called Raboni. Mm. Some she's an activist, a feminist. Oh, she's Ugandan, and I found that quote at the very first mm. page of her book. Mm. Uh, I found I that quote like if if you want to write something, if you want to read something, and you do not like. You don't find it. You can't written. find it. Write find it, it yourself, because no one knows is gonna write it. Yeah. No one knows. No one knows knows what you wanna read or whatever you're going through. So just bang it out yourself. So like, yeah, I always felt like I maybe I couldn't write. Maybe it was during COVID time that I regained that spark. That 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 spark I lost for writing. And actually, actually, when I wrote it, when I wrote my other work during this COVID time, after I got that spark. Because of the previous failure, when I when I advertised it, I said it would probably be my last work. Because I didn't think that after I bang that out, I'm I'm gonna put anything good <laughs> out again. So I'm gonna put out one last good thing, you know. And I banged it out. It was called I popped a pill on a hill. And um. And now I'm dancing the, alone. No, that's another. That's, one. that's another one. That's the yeah. next one after and that. And the the way. It did so well, blew my mind. I sent out 300 emails. I was counting on the first one and a half days of release. Wow! I stopped counting on one and a half days. I remember that the second <laughs> I went half through it, and I like I'm done counting. But I was counting them in my in my in my in my inbox. So you can see how many emails you forwarded. Yeah. So I was counting. I stopped counting on 310. I was like, you know what? This this is good. <laughs> this this is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how many for in total ever read that work, but if you're gonna bang out 300 in the first two days, that's good. I mean, if you're beginning, if you're that, beginning. That, that's very good. And like, it 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 it, it made me really realize that now you can do this. You know, you can actually go back and sit down and put something together. Just put your mind to it. And ever since then, it has always just been about putting my mind to something, as opposed to if it does well or not. And this is what I was gonna when I said I have a question, so this is what I was coming back to, right? Here we go. You see, the same way I had that mind state of coming back after having such high hopes. You know, like right now you said you just rebranded with a generation. Yeah. And you think it's gonna do well. You said you recorded with your friend about, you know, yesterday or whatever, the other day. A few episodes. And you, you had that spark moment, this is gonna do well. But yeah. like the question now comes, what if it doesn't? You know, because you can have great expectations. You can be like, 
I know this is better. It, it could even be better, genuinely. But what if it doesn't do as well? It could be better, but it doesn't do as well. Like let me uh, say to expectations. Yeah. Like let me yeah. say, um, Kendrick Lamar's um recent tape, Mr. Morale and the Big Step. Uh, yeah. It's it's in my opinion, it's a really good. It's album. good. Very I, much I, your album. I like that album. But to a lot of people. It's just not oh, that, as good that, as his previous album. Or like, um, if you look at like his counterpart, um, J Cole, you have your Forest Hills Drive, which is banger, <laughs> you know. And then the album that comes after that, for your eyes, which is a very subtle, mature album. Personally, my favorite album of him. A lot of people say trash, but if you ask him, I'm sure he'll. I don't know. I don't know his opinion. Who the hell knows? But like. <laughs> He'll, perhaps you'll also say it was a more mature him. Well, he expected you to do better and all that. So, like, he, there's that stepping stone of I, I expect this to do better. But what if it doesn't do better? What if it fails? That's a tough question. Will you go and rebrand? Will you go and redo? Or will you continue? It's a, and what, and you, you shouldn't have the answer right now, yeah. obviously. But it's just a thing to remind you that failure is still in the, in the future. I mean, failure is inevitable. Yeah. Like, this is part of life. It's like you want to get married mm. and then you never expect to be cheated on. I mean, it's a, it's a hard topic, right? You hope you don't get cheated Yeah, you just hope. Yeah, yeah. Because this is just how life is. Where there is black, there is white. So that means there's that no grace. <laughs> no, no, there is no grace. No, grace somewhere. <laughs> I thought there's no grace. I, 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 oh, like you, your, your world sounds difficult. <laughs> no, there is grace, but I'm just saying that you cannot just expect to have it all white. For sure. Right. Sometimes the black will pop up, and how you handle the black is up to you. It could break you. It could build you. But then one thing I have realized is that. If you really enjoy something, you'll find a way of doing it. Your book was a flop. You, you expected a lot that didn't work out. Mm. And somehow you wrote another book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you like something, you find your way to it. Yeah. Right? I was in, in primary. I didn't ever play football. Yeah, yeah. I used to play basketball. Oh, you play a lot of football, isn't it? Yeah, I play a lot of football. It's actually my favorite sport. But in primary, I used to play a lot of basketball. Even my parents knew. Mm. And I have a supportive kind of parents mm. somehow. So where everyone was getting a football, I got a basketball. Okay. <laughs> That's how it was. And somehow I thought that I would never play football. <laughs> right mm-hmm. and then i don't know one time i went to the football pitch they just told me to play in defense they were like you don't even have to dribble when the ball comes kick it away mm. that's all you have to do kick it away from the goal don't run after the ball don't do anything just kick after three days i started enjoying football and then after the first week i got an injury mm. <laughs> So I was like, nah, this, yeah, yeah, like, screw you. this, this can't happen. I'm done with this. I played basketball for all these years. I never got a single injury. And then the first time I played football, injury. Is t- I lost my toenail. <laughs> so I couldn't play. Mm. 
And then when my toenail grow back, I swear, I found myself at the pitch. <laughs> Your legs took themselves there like a I found, chicken. I found myself at the pitch and then from defense to midfield and then I started playing forward. Right? So, I think that if it never works out, if it's really your thing, you'll find your way back yeah. and you'll do it because this is what gives you joy. This is what you enjoy doing. Mm. I, I will tell you, this podcast was a flop at first. Right now, I mean, I gave like my 200 listens or whatever, but they are constant if I'm releasing my episodes. They are constant. That means someone out there enjoys my content. And then the time I stopped releasing content, I got some messages from people. Like, what happened? Are you sick? We want the content. What are you doing with your life, bro? Someone told me I listened to this on my way to work. <laughs> this, is, this is a manager, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. He told me I listened to this on my way to work. Right? Mm-hmm. I listened to like half an episode. And then when I'm coming back, yes, I listened to the last 30 minutes. So I'm like, so you guys are actually listening to this. Mm. So it's that little morale back. Yeah, so the morale is there. Even if I could expect, let's say, this season to blow up, let's say, me, my blowing up could be like 2K people, right? Mm. But I mean, if I get 1.8, 1.5, it's cool. I aimed way beyond what I think I could achieve. And if I get a certain level that shows improvement, I have more morale. If I get more messages from people, if people actually can discuss this in their free time, mm. I get more morale and I'm like, okay, let's look for something more to put out there. They enjoy this. Let's build on to this. So I'm, ex- I'm not expecting the faith. I think that's the best. <laughs> Do not expect. I'm not expecting. And I just hope for the best. That's it. Praying for the best, expecting the worst. <laughs> yeah. I get you. Yeah. So, um, actually, I was going to make this like the second or third episode. But it has been so broad and it has been uh, a lot about personal failures as an artist, an architect. And, you know, before this episode, you told me that you asked, you, you are like, bro, have I ever failed in life, really? When I asked you if you had <laughs> failure, and you're like, ah. Somebody will really fail. What Chris, am I going to talk about over Chris, there? I don't think I've failed. <laughs> but I think I have a right to say, yeah, <laughs> this is why I failed. But when you think about it, like when you genuinely sit down, you realize that perhaps it was not a thing of I don't, I don't, I have never failed. It was more of a thing of, I feel like it's past me and I've forgotten about it. Yeah, and it has taught you certain, all I have to say. Because you fail in so many factors. You can fail in a relationship. Eh. You can fail. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you talked about marriage earlier. You know, you can fail in a marriage. You can can fail at school. Yeah. You can fail 
uh, at, at your passion. Even normal things, friendships. friendships I, I see friendship. people struggling with you know, you friendship heartbreaks. Do you know that? Yeah. This is, this, is, this is, is a real, real thing. thing. I had my it, best it, friend A friendship heartbreak is worse than a relationship heartbreak. I had my best friend in primary, right? And I think this was the most heartbreaking heartbreak yeah i've ever had <laughs> i can say i've also felt that a friendship friend but like when i feel that a friendship thing that one i can say was my fault at least i can acknowledge my fault at least mm. <laughs> uh, that one was it was me who was being trash <laughs> you know and like through that well i learned two things one have little very few friends very few keep them in your pocket just for you you don't have too many heartbreaks going around in case they fail and two, just to be a good friend, you know, just just to be a better person. So yeah. even in that, I still learned, you know, why it why it really means to be a friend. Because that word gets thrown a lot, quite around, uh, quite easily. You know, this one is my friend, and my friend. But uh, why it means to be a friend? It's 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 heavy. A friend is a heavy thing, especially when you're grown. It's not like in school where someone will invite you to their table on on, on your birthday. I was you know those things of calling people to the, to the to the, to the <laughs> to, big seat. Yeah, what, what do they call it? The high table. The high table. <laughs> the school, the high table. Let me be honest. I never got a chance to be at the high table. Fail. But <laughs> <laughs> no, first of all, because I was in a single school, and that really didn't matter. Zero friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, but you know, I was listening to this. There's this preacher, I think it's called Stephen uh, Fatik or something like that. I, I don't know his second name very well. So I got, he was speaking about real friendship, right? Mm. And then he was like, how many people can you give the favors of a friend? The way you want to be treated as a friend, right? How many people, like realistically, can you give those favors? Can you treat the same way? Mm. He was just speaking this because he was saying that in reality, you cannot have loads of friends. Yeah. It's impossible because a friend, a real friend is someone who is willing to take you out of literally your hardest points at whatever cost. And they are willing to celebrate with you Sometimes people do stupid things and they need you to celebrate with them because that's what makes them happy. Your guy comes up with an idea and you clearly know this idea is trash, right? But this guy has taken years to think about this idea. And you just have to and believe in <laughs> and, and he has acted upon it, right? So as a friend, without even any bias or anything, you should be there for this person celebrate with them and believe in them because maybe their crazy idea would blow up so i have just this question is obviously off topic it's not about failure but in reality how many friends do you think a normal human being can handle <laughs> not more than 10 ah 10 is a big ten number <laughs> Ten is a big number, but I think you okay. Can, just I in my perspective, should, ten is a big yeah, number. But like, I'm looking at it like this, right? Uh -huh. You have a friend from every angle. Let's say you have a friend from work. You have a friend from primary school who you trust. <laughs> you have a friend from the university you studied in together. You have a friend for business. 
That yeah, makes yeah. us selfish. Okay, we are selfish people, but we're inherently all selfish. At a certain point in your life, you have to be selfish. Yeah. That's just a fact. At some point, otherwise, you will never end up fully discovering yourself or having self love if you're always giving yourself out to quote unquote friends. Yeah. So I think it's very important to pick and choose what friend is for what. And then they could be an overarching friend for all scenarios. You know, some people would go as far as calling that a best friend. But terms like that are too precious to throw. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, 10 maximum. Those are a lot of friends. But for every normal human being who lives, who loves their peace, I would say like five. Yeah, five is a good number. Five good friends. That Manageable. Very manageable. Diverse friends. You can't, you, you, can't have, you can't have all your friends from the same village. No, no, no. no. What do you no, mean? No, Who's no, going no. to help you to, 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 to get a passport you if all of you are from a village? You see, that's what I'm trying to say. no one knows you about a, a passport. You have a friend out of town. You have a friend in a foreign country. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as you know, that when I go to Europe, I'm st- I could stay with this person. When I'm in South Africa, I could say this person. When I'm in UG, I could have a drink with this person. When I have a business idea, I could talk to this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Different friends for different things. And that's that's when categories of friends. Maybe, I don't know if they will have levels of I trust this one more. That's all up to you. That's, you that's, know a, that's I mean. a lot of dynamics. That's a lot of dynamics. <laughs> but just having a friend for each scenario is what I'm talking about. A different, different friend. For yeah. Okay. So that was our episode about failure. We ended up in friendship because no whenever I speak <laughs> to certain people <laughs> a conversation continues going and going. But yeah, that's I hope you have learned something and I'm definitely going to make this my introduction. My introductory I it, guys. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make this my introductory episode and I hope you guys enjoyed. I know one hour. I I'm, so I'm putting too. one hour there. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you learned from this guy, Iva, who is also my friend and an architect, an artist, a writer, a, a bro, everything. But <laughs> <laughs> we try different things. But as I you can see, he has failed and. He failed and stood up. I mean, if he didn't get up after that book, I don't think you would have had all these books you're releasing. Personally, my favorite book was um, I Took a Pill. Yeah, I popped a pill on a hill. And the next one, and now I'm dancing alone. alone. (laughs) So, I mean, if you had stopped on the previous one, you would never have written this Mm. For example, I popped a pill on a hill. It's a book I've read four times. Four times. I'm going to the fifth time. That's why I was confused. <laughs> because somewhere, somehow, some things look completely new. Every time I get... Different perspective every time you... Yeah. Out. Like, there is that part where I wrote about... Again, I'm going to bring back the same part as you expect. <laughs> being in the room with four walls and stuff yeah yeah, and yeah. that part every time i reach it i get a completely different perspective 
yeah, on life. So f- first tell people, how are they going to get your book? Which one? All, All of, of them. them, apart from um, the first one, which the was one the, the one at Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was the title? Uh, the book I never wrote. The book he never wrote, but it's the book I never wrote. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I actually wrote. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, just the rest are. Since they are all free currently, I can't put them up on like selling sites. So usually people just DM me or email me or whatever. So whenever someone DMs me, I'm always happy to read it, to get back to them, send it to their email. You know, it's a quick thing. Yeah. It's very easy. Just You can always just hit me up on the DM and I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. So if you need those books, if you need his art pieces, check out his Twitter and get the prices. Things are not for free, guys. Which means you want money for everyone who does not understand. If you love <laughs> if you love art, go check out Ivo Sam- Samuel, right? That's yeah. your Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And you'll find most of his art pieces there, but most of them are on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll find the prices there, I guess. Are they? Do I, do I post them with the prices? I don't think so. I think I used to, <laughs> but I don't anymore. I just be posting that stuff out. Okay, yeah. If you need like art pieces, you but want. If someone to... hits me up, I would always tell them. If it's available, that is. It's quite a number one posted on there that I don't have anymore. How far with the NFTs? I started them. I started <laughs> them. But like, no, this is also. This, this might go back to failure. <laughs> I haven't failed. Is this really failure or inconsistency? No, it's. Do you know what? Do you know where the inconsistency came in? Mm-hmm. When the, when the NFT thingy crypto thingy price oh, dropped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The like crash. The, yeah, the crash in the middle. I think it was around August, September. It was this huge crash that happened, and yeah, I was bummed eh? because I was, I was very new in this industry. I had just done it for like what, like two months, <laughs> and then the crash happened. And I was like, oh damn, man! Like now here we are. We've we've put our money into this, and now this is the crash that has happened. Am I still doing it? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I actually put another piece up recently. Just like I think I put it up on the NFTs because I'm still like pushing it, no matter no matter the crash, no matter the crash. That that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Like you just keep on going and you cross your fingers, not knowing where the end is. Yeah, it's still going. It's not. I don't do it as consistently, but I still do it, and I still put out. I still put out the work because I just don't want the whole bump to affect me again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So um, that was Ivo, Sami, and um, you can reach out to him on Instagram and Twitter. And yep, that was our episode about failure. I hope you have learned yeah, a yeah, lot, yeah. and I also hope. This will motivate you to listen to the forthcoming episodes. I will not, this is going to be a surprise. My new guests. <laughs> <laughs> I have a psychologist coming onto this podcast. Nah, I want to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> what is she saying? <laughs> and oh, I have yeah. a public speaker. He's a motivational speaker who's also going to be part of this season. And then I have a career-oriented person who's going to speak about failure in actually the career part of life 
you know it i know it gets bad yeah that's how you you have a family your boss is uh, nagging you and stuff so we are also going to have an episode about that and i hope you enjoy this season and i hope this episode has excited you i'm personally energized Thanks. I'm also very tired. I want to eat. <laughs> I'm hungry. Mary. Always think about food. <laughs> yeah. So, um thank you very much. Don't forget to uh follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um Google Podcasts and all the websites where you get your podcasts from. But for interactive discussions please go to podvine download the podvine app and then search for crispus owen all my podcasts will be there my episodes will be there go to podvine download podvine search for crispus owen and you get these episodes and you can comment on each episode what you liked about it share your ideas what other episodes would you like to have what mm-hmm. would you want me to talk about Let yes. the boy know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, support me in my journey. I'm a growing podcaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully soon you'll get video, but for now, well, the videos will be nice actually. Yeah, I actually have the equipment. Ah, um, no. I need I need to challenge myself to be in front of the camera. So look at us <laughs> being raggedy. <laughs> so you know you, you know how you don't care about how you dress and there's no camera. Yeah, ah. <laughs> look raggedy as hell right now. <laughs> so that was today's episode and I hope you enjoy it. Each we are going to I will be releasing an episode every week until the end of March and then we shall go on a break. So we're going to we're going to get content, a lot of content. Yeah, until the end of March and Have fun, enjoy yourselves. Don't fear to fail because it's always a stepping stone for success. Have an appetite for it like yeah, Kendrick said. Yeah. Like Kendrick said, have an appetite for failure. And then you succeed. Thank you very much. Talk to you guys later. Cheers.